You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you, the proud face said that I must eat this pie? This podcast is brought to you by Cooking with Pod. Tonight he'll help you whip up his road trip specialty, Rabbit Burnt Black. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. We've made it all the way to episode five, first of his name. I'm Rachel. I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Jess. So section one, getting to know us. I want to know how each of us got into A Song of Ice and Fire. Jess? So this is funny because I was reading the New York Times book review for Feast for Crows, and I never read the book review of anything on any in any newspaper. And it mentioned how he was kind of like a new Tolkien or an American Tolkien. I think it was referring to the Time Magazine article. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, took it out from my, my library, really liked it. Then two weeks were up, had to return it. Didn't return back to the series for another year. Bought it my freshman year of college, and then I haven't turned back since. And that was 2000, late 2006, and I actually finished the series right before, like three or four days before HBO bought the rights to it. So like, the show has always been with me in that regard. Megan? I was, I was trying to think of my comment to say, but I couldn't think of anything. So I basically <laughs> got into the series because in the early 2000s, when Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings were so popular... People kept publishing lists of other books in the genre that people should read, and I kept seeing a song, on Ice and, a song of Ice and Fire on the list, but I didn't pick it up. But then I was with a friend at a bookstore near her house that was going out of business, so everything was on deep discount, and I saw the first two books there. So I picked them up, and then I read the first book while on a family vacation in France, and then I never looked back, and I just got hooked. And this was in 2004. Katie? Um, I actually did come to the series through the show. Um, I had been seeing a lot of, you know, press about it all over New York, whatever. And I watched the first episode and I was completely unsure of it until Bran went out the window. And then I was just like, what the fuck is this thing? And then I couldn't get this the theme song out of my head for a good week. So then I was hooked on the show and I had been reading another series. It was the Clan of the Cave Bear series. And it got to the third episode of the show. And I'm like, I cannot deal with another scene of these Clan of the Cave Bear people, like, just having sex and then going on this whole, like, botany and, like, the whole treatise on all the animals in prehistoric times. I need to read this series. And I never looked back from that point. So that was beginning of the first season. Lauren? <laughs> Megan and I used to work together. And uh, I think I – was I still in grad school at the time? I don't know. I think – I remember buying the books because she kept saying, here, read these. You'll like them. You'll like them. And and I think I was still in grad school and I couldn't finish anything. And I had to wait till like the January break. And then I started reading them and I just couldn't put them down. And every morning when I came into work, I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I know. And I just, I, I just, I just fell in love. And it was, it was about the time that they, it was right before they, they picked up the pilot. And so uh, it's been with me ever since then. And I finally had someone to fangirl with. Yeah, <laughs> and we did a lot of that. I think that's how a lot of fandoms work. It's like you're alone and you're excited and you just force other people to, to read it or watch it so that you can talk about it. 
But I had to wait years. It was torture. <laughs> and then you found a victim. Yes. <laughs> Jenny. Much like Megan, I was reading a lot of lists of books to read because I had finally gotten back into reading and I finally finished Lord of the Rings. And then I was like, okay, what's next? And everything said Game of Thrones. And the part of the story that Rachel doesn't like is I was reading Dune at the time. And (laughs) I went to the bookstore and I was like 60 pages into Dune. And I was like, oh, look, Game of Thrones. I'm going to pick this up. And then I was reading it and I was like kind of unsure about it. And then, you know, like Katie said with the show, then Bran got pushed out of a window. And I was like, all right, I'm hooked. And... The rest is history. That was like 2007, and so they they bought the rights really soon after that for the show. And did you ever go back and finish Dune? <laughs> did I finish Dune? No. <laughs> you could hear the crickets responding to that one. Well, that's someday, terrible. Rachel. Someday. Yeah, I'll just act it out. I'll just like show up in your bedroom <laughs> in the middle of the night. And I'll be like, "All right, we are we are about to to reenact Dune." Well, this Here's is like Harry Potter. Night. You're just gonna like tweet it to me line by line, right? Yeah, dude, I'm oh, gonna make true. you read Harry Potter one day because that's the only thing that you and I just don't have in common, and it breaks my heart, Jenny. Jenny, please read Harry Potter. We can have a book club. We can read Harry Potter together. You'll go to Harry Potter trivia, but you won't read the damn books. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I go for the food. Oh, right. <laughs> Think of all the useless trivia that you could you could memorize. Trust yep. me, there how are many lots Quidditch, of it. How many Quidditch fouls are there, Jenny? 700. Good girl. <laughs> In movie are trivia, really? that is correct. <laughs> well, I have Rachel? two things. I have two things. One, uh, one, one is an answer and one is a segue. So... One, uh, I'm, I remember looking at those books in the bookstore and hating the covers. The gradient ones? Agreed, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> so I would be like, well, fuck these books. I'm not reading them. Um, but I think it was, it was either right before when Feast came out or like the month that Feast came out. One of my professors was like, you need to read these. So she gave them to me. And she only gave me the first three. So I feel like it was right before Feast came out. Because when I bought it, it was hardback. Uh, and, you know, that's that. I, I actually didn't really like Feast at all until very recently when I reread it. So. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, Feast might be my favorite now. It's a really strange journey that I've had with that one. But I think you, needed, I think you need dance to go with it for it to make more sense. I would yeah. agree with that. There's so much history that you don't give a shit about yes. until you do. <laughs> Queen's moot, King's moot still bores the crap out of me. That is just blasphemy and we won't talk about it. So I Rachel have a second just likes to count ships. <laughs> I do. I can name so many. Uh, and my second thing that I was going to say isn't really related, but Jen, or, uh, Lauren just reminded me that when you were in grad school... You went to school with my boyfriend's sister. Yes, I did. And that is our connection, even though we don't know each other. It, yes. <laughs> or didn't. I, I, I met you guys a year before I met her, and one day it was really weird, and I'm like, this is funny, two people I know from separate places tweeting to each other, and you were like, that's my boyfriend's sister. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
small, small world. Very small world. So that is how we all came to the books. Uh, the TV show was thrust upon us, and this is our weekly uh, therapy session. Uh, <laughs> so what do you guys think? What's your rating? Uh, and just to remind you guys, we our rating system is um, due to Frey Pies. There is, well, Manderley's Pies. Je- Jenny can do it. She's probably mad that I'm messing it up. <laughs> <laughs> our arbitrary rating system based on prey pies where we decided that some were better than others um Rhaegar being the best jared in the middle and simon gets to be the last and worst poor simon poor simon poor simon well i will start us off i'm giving this episode a simon what? Really? I was really bored. No, no, <sighs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I was really bored, you guys. <laughs> no, you could not be. <laughs> the episode ended with Jon Snow. <clears throat> yes, she could be. <laughs> but that but there part were was other fine. Besides him. That part was fine, predictable, but fine. I was just really <laughs> bored. What can I say? Just a lot of people flapping their gums at each other. <laughs> That's Isn't that what Game of Thrones image. is? I know. <laughs> sometimes there's whores in the background, sometimes not. <laughs> there was surprisingly little rape, unless I'm remembering this. No, there was still just there was there was threatened rape. rape. Yeah, there was threat. But you guys, rape. there was no nudity in this episode. It was really shocking. Uh, maybe that's why I was bored or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You oh, guys, no. I'm the average viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start calling you a dude, Rachel? <laughs> I or do brush it with a dude sometimes, so that might color my. Uh, uh, someone else go. Who? What were your ratings? I think I've like lowered my rating since I saw it the first time because I agree with Rachel. There was a lot of talking and a lot of setup, and then it got there were certain parts of it that were exciting and certain parts of it that were just kind of meh. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'll give it, like, a Jared with a slice of Rhaegar for Jon Snow. That was awfully nice of you. I know, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm still processing it. I'm like, wait, what? Well, Katie, what did you think? Um, I'm going to give it a pretty high Jared. Uh, I actually like the character development stuff. I have a tendency to like middle episodes because I like getting into people's heads and kind of seeing where things are going and trying to figure that out. Um. And I really love seeing Sansa, you know, starting to act as smart as we know she is and as smart as she's had to get uh, up until this point. And, uh, of course, there was a lot of Jon Snow, you guys. That was pretty awesome. So, yeah, pretty high Jared. I'm just thinking of Jon Snow just, like, running around while other people were having real like emotional scenes and then like John is just running around and getting stabby everything he's doing doesn't matter hey I know Lauren what did you Um, give this episode I I gave it a it's a Jared for me it's a Jared I mean um I I didn't I didn't have I mean I was happy about no I can't even say that um (laughs) (laughs) Um, there, there. I don't know. I, I, th- I thought it was fine. The episode. I mean, there were there were some things I could do without, but uh, overall, I, I was, I was happy with the Brienne and Pod scenes. I thought the, I, I thought those were pretty good. Um, I thought the veil was pretty good. 
um, Cersei just gets on my nerves. But uh, I, overall, I thought it was a, it, it was a Jared. It was fine. Jess, you know how sometimes you have a pie, and the cr- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, the, and the crust is burnt. The crust is a little burnt. Because Todd was remove, cooking it. And if you just remove the crust, it's it's really it's really a great episode. That's how I feel about this. So it is a Rhaegar with a burnt crust. The burnt <laughs> crust being the continuous mischaracterization of Miss Cersei Lannister. So it is a Rhaegar for me with a burnt crust that is Cersei's characterization on Game of Thrones. We're going to talk about this because I disagree with you on this particular episode. So you I, say that. You yeah, say that. I, I am going to disagree wow. with you. <laughs> Rachel disagrees with us. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Megan, what did you think? I also was going to give it a Rhaegar because um, I really loved the stuff in the Vale and I loved the stuff in the north with the exception of the mirror read business that was my only issue with this entire episode so yeah no i really liked it i didn't think it was slow at all so maybe just because i like those kinds of middle episodes but the person i was watching with also didn't think it was slow so maybe it's just us but no i because you're a stark fan you're a stark fan that's what it is yeah i mean we got the homeward bound moment i've been waiting for that sort of Sort of. Could have been better. Maybe. Could have been more emotional. It, it's CGI. You can't. You can't do anything with CGI. <laughs> well, isn't that? Like didn't it. he talk about that in an in an interview where he's like, "Yeah, I had to look at this 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 volleyball, tennis ball. And, <laughs> yeah, a tennis ball, and pretend it was like my best friend." Or in like, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, how do you hug that? You she know. just put John Bradley in front of him. It would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be perfect. Jess, did you just imply that John Bradley should sub in for the really big dog? No, I mean, because he's best friends with him. Yeah. They're going to go on a road trip together. Oh, yeah. He's, he's referred to John as his best buddy, his best friend on the I show. I mean, it is, is the road trip show now, so yeah, we need more is. road tripping. You know what? That is what's wrong with this episode. It was just It just went from Stark to Stark to Stark. <laughs> Nothing and wrong with that. Wrong? What? <laughs> I don't totally. understand. <laughs> we didn't Exhausting. get Rickon, guys. It was perfect. No Rickon. Who's Rickon? <laughs> now you guys know how we feel <laughs> with all these Lannister-centric episodes. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it feels. All right. Be nice. Everybody be nice. Claws <laughs> 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 in, cat. <laughs> All right, well, since we're talking about the Lannisters, we're going to start with Tommen's crowning and the scene between Cersei and Marjorie. Let's just get it out of the way. Just Yay for Tommen. All right, so <laughs> this whole the whole thing is like she's manipulating the judges, right? That's the point of these three different scenes between Tywin, you know, Marjorie and be. Oberyn. Yes. She's not a manipulator. Because Mace can't speak. She's- First, yeah, exactly. She's going. She's going up to Marjorie instead of Mace, and she's like, "Oh, I'll marry my son to you," as if she has any say in this. You know what I mean? As if Tywin's. If she said no, you know, the wedding wouldn't go through. It was just dumb. Like, and Marjorie could probably see through her act anyway. It's implying that you know all these people, Oberyn, Tywin, and Marjorie, actually buy whatever Cersei's trying to sell them right there. Well, see, that's dumb. what I think. That's what I think you don't get is that I think Cersei you know, fancies herself a manipulator and she's going around attempting to do all of those things and she's super transparent. She would never go around doing that though. Maybe yes, maybe flirting with over it. Maybe yes, no, she, she would. Wouldn't. No she wouldn't. Yes she would. Yes, not she to would. Marjorie. Cersei... Not to Marjorie. 
Well, no, but okay. So book Cersei maybe wouldn't go to Marjorie because book Cersei is seeing Marjorie as a possible contender for this prophecy. So she wouldn't necessarily go to her. But if, if that wasn't happening, which I don't know if it is in the book, I think she would because it says in in the show rather. Um, I think she would because it says a lot that she's going to Marjorie now since Elena is not there. And she's like, who's the most powerful person in the Tyrell clan right now? I'm going to go with Marjorie because Mace is obviously a joke. But Elena still she, is Shouldn't she go to Mace no, because he's easier to manipulate? That's true. Okay, but two things. Two things. One, they need to draw a parallel between the scene that they're writing currently for that for that episode and way back when she said, don't call me sister again or I'll have right. you killed. Right? So they're just right. trying to do like a bookend of that scene. And two, I think that show Cersei is already setting Marjorie up for a fall. Yeah, also I didn't possible. think that at first, but I thought that afterwards when I watched it the second time. Right, coupled like you could see with her face at the end. Right, and couple that with the the previous um, scene where she was talking to Jamie, and she was talking about how she had to go to the doctor, and she won't tell anybody why she's going to the doctor. She's getting around and moving her pawns and 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 you know readying. I mean, I think part of the thing too is at this point in the book we didn't have a Cersei POV, so we don't know what she was doing. Yeah. So it's possible that they are trying to set all of that up sooner so that it makes more sense to show watchers. Right, I mean, because they think the show watchers are super super dumb. She yeah. might not be good at it, but she does try. She thinks she's as good a manipulator as her father. The only one who really is is Tyrion. But she's good at certain people. She manipulates Jamie. Well, she's good at she's good at men. Jamie's dumb. <laughs> he is. He, he's very pretty, but he's not the brightest bulb on. The he's street. just not interested well, in politics in the slightest bit. So right. he just doesn't no. care that he's being manipulated. No, and honestly, there are other men he he... manipulates too. Like what the kettle blacks? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what she's I'm honestly... alluding to. I think that she's already manipulating the sh- well, whatever the show version of the kettle blacks. Of the kettle yeah. blacks. No, sorry, I would agree yeah. with that. But I'm just saying, yeah, she can be manipulative with people it is men though I it depends like Oberyn I can Sansa see that too. I mean she, she got Sansa. Sansa to talk about things that she that she shouldn't have told Cersei she's very good at manipulating people but the thing is Sansa wasn't hard she 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 was right for manipulation because Sansa took everybody at face value so I mean it really so why is she really going around manipulating Marjorie Tyrell when Marjorie is not somebody who's easily manipulated because why you don't bullshit Mace? a bullshitter. That's why it's funny. Right, she's talking right. to Oberyn. She's talking to Marjorie. The, the two other biggest bullshitters in King's Landing. Who are better than her. But I yeah. wonder if they're trying to set up Marjorie as being very innocent. Because like she didn't know about the about the, the supposed the, the murder plot. And so oh, now no. maybe oh, no. she is me. very innocent. And like that's what they're trying to project her as. But you know, from the books she's we know not. she's not. But no, here's the thing. Marjorie's her whole life, that whole scene was hysterical to me because after Cersei goes, of course, you've thought about being queen and Marjorie feeds this line and like everybody can smell the bullshit on that line from a mile away. The two of them are smirking because they know they're just going through the motions of what they have to say. Like none of the thing about that scene made me think Marjorie was innocent. She still got that whole, uh, can I call you sister or are you my mother line in there? But she also seemed a little shocked when, when when Cersei out and out said her son was nuts. Like, I didn't like no, no, that. No, no, no. I didn't like that. Like Marjorie looked at She does admit surprised. that to herself in the book. To herself, though. but she would right. never admit yeah. it to a stranger 
out right. loud that her son, you know, okay, especially not her competition. Is that exactly? She would never. do All right, that. but you you know that from looking at her, reading her POV in the book. It's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you have to present it differently in the show, and I think they're doing a pretty good job of that. They're still showing yeah, who she, she is. Yeah, she doesn't have anybody to tell. She could tell Jamie, but right. she's a rapist. She's not going <laughs> to tell her father. I mean, no, seriously, they took away her only confidence. So now. Uh, the only people she can talk to are people she wouldn't talk to. It doesn't. It doesn't matter who she's. She wouldn't. Say t- she shouldn't to. talk to anybody. Period. Then it's just. I don't like it. Right. Well, we're but not going to get Cersei staring into a mirror and talking to herself. Actually, that <laughs> you could know be what? really funny. <laughs> <laughs> they do mirror it all the time. The they do it all the time with the Starks. They they totally you know avoid Sansa scenes like that and John scenes like that. They can do the same thing with Cersei. We don't need yeah, to hear. Don't her. we complain about that? Yeah. Right. We we complained for like how many you especially Jon Snow. You had 3 years of him like listening to other people and staring mournfully into the distance. And we hated it. And now he gets to talk. Can you imagine if they met Lena Headey who has like several film credits to her name, sit there and stare into the distance like I really hate my life and just have the most bored stare ever? She does that in the show anyway. Terrible. She's great at it though. No, dude. I mean, that is kind of her wheelhouse. I don't know if you've seen her movies. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen 300 and I've seen The Jungle Book. Imagine me and you, you have to watch. Mama in Judge Dredd is basically the queen of staring off into space and hating her life. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't talk a lot in Sarah Connor either. That's true. But contractually, I don't think they're allowed to do that with her. I'm just being realistic. They're not going to send off their like most well-known actress to not have any scenes. They can do that with John and Sansa. They can't do that with Cersei just because of who the actress is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're not. They're, unfortunately, they're not able to. I, well, not only are they not able, but they're not interested in creating like a perfect uh, translation. Uh, but we did get the scene between Cersei and Oberyn, which means we got the Sand Snakes. And he was not in a brothel. <laughs> and he, just and he was not in a exciting. brothel. I love well, it because he... Cersei would never go to a brothel. <laughs> but, but there was, but they there also was no needed someone interrupt us. They needed someone new to roam the gardens. Gardens, so yeah. <laughs> now it's Oberyn's job as Sir those, those fucking gardens, man. <laughs> When she said, let's take a walk in the garden, all I thought of was Rachel going, God damn it. No, that's exactly what I said in real life. I was like, oh, there they go. They're going to walk around the the fountain again. There they go. Bullshit. But yes, we got mentions of, oh, they didn't actually get called sand snakes. No, no, they didn't. And we only got Elia, which I guess makes sense because it ties back to his sister, so. Yeah, he's pretty relentless with that. It's like people are like, yeah. oh, look at that bird. You know what that bird reminds me of? My dead <laughs> My sister. sister. <laughs> oh, well, My- I, I'm off to the doctor. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> My dead sister. God damn. Thank you, Inigo Martel. <laughs> that's why I love the, when Cersei said that maybe why, that's why she's so difficult. Because <laughs> it was just like, you're never really happy about her name. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I liked Cersei's response because I felt like that was sort of like a weird... It's like, yes, she's sort of being not at all subtle in her attempts at manipulating other people. However, she does have insight into, like, pathos. And I think that what she said to Oberyn about the name probably is true. 
And you know what? I liked that she did let her guard down enough to ask him about Marcella, ask him to bring over the gift. And I don't know if part of that was her attempt at manipulating by showing that she has a heart and getting him to kind of feel in any way inclined towards her. And I think that that worked. But I also was a great little moment for her because, you know, she does love her children. And also it reminded me that the two of them were supposed to be engaged. And I can kind of see that it wouldn't have been so terrible. Oh, yeah. She would have had a dude writing her poetry and, and all that shit. <laughs> oh, no, but I thought it was fucking terrible. hilarious that she was like, I'm sending Marcella a gift. What is it? A boat so she can a get boat. on a boat and come home. <laughs> all I thought it was like, okay, rich people. No, right. it definitely would have been terrible for them to be married because she didn't like the fact that Robert was sleeping around. Can you imagine how she would have handled Oberyn and his trips to the brothels and bringing women home and bringing men home? She would have flipped out. No, but here's the thing. They like, could have brought Jamie she... in. It's true. The, the thing is, is like that. they probably would have liked it, but like Robert was also really disrespectful of her and like abusive towards her. And Oberyn wouldn't have been like he would have allowed her to go off and have her affairs. He wouldn't have cared, and he would have just treated her with the respect she deserved and as if she was an equal partner. Because that's what they are in Dorne. In Dorne, women have rights. Yeah, but that would have required that would require Cersei to adopt Dornish ways, and she's still Lannister. She might not have made that leap. She made it very she, clear that she doesn't like the uh, the Dorn ways when she commented on how uh, um, Ilaria is, like to her face, and how oh I've never met a Sand before. Like I don't think she would have she would she would not have stood for living in Dorn. It would not have it would not have gone well for her. Well, no, but unless she was like like what Marcella is, is that she would have been sent off to Dorn to live for a while, and at some point you either adapt or you come back. And I, I think she would have adapted. I think this would have been a better environment for her. I don't think so. She wants to I be the queen so bee. She wants to be the queen bee. She would, she would not like that. She'd have to be treated like everybody else. Well, I think it would have been healthier for her. Let's oh, put it yeah, that healthier well, for yes, her. It would have been healthier, but no, it wouldn't have been something she would have stood for. <laughs> Can we talk about the Tywin scene and how the Lannisters are not no longer Lannisters because they have no more money? Yeah, what no, he that? said they have no more gold in the gold mines. He never said they don't have any more money. I don't think. I know, but I still think it's. I think it's dumb. That how, the reason, we don't know that that's not some news that's about to hit us on the page. No, the it's, yeah, I know yeah. they do have money in, in the gold mines in the book. I looked it up after the episode. They still have money in the gold mines, so that's something they made up for the show. Well, I mean, they Enough still to have cover money. Their debt to the to the Iron Bank. Yeah, they're not they're not paying their debt off because they're selfish pricks, the Lannisters, <laughs> or at least Cersei is. So the idea yeah. of like they're not doing it because oh, we don't have money. You know, it changes the whole it changes the whole dynamics between the Iron Bank and the Lannister family. Yeah, but you know, okay, re- here's here's my here's my proposition to you. Tywin is dead, right? Tyrion is God knows where, and Jamie is in the King's Guard, and Kevin is dead. If I was the Iron Bank of Bravos, I'd sail up to Casterly Rock and take myself some gold mines. I think this is what they're going to do. How can you not? It's like, okay, well, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> mine. Weren't they, they were calling in their debts, though, weren't they? In the books, they started to do that. I, I'm fuzzy on feast stuff. The yeah, they're they're feast. definitely they're circling, they're circling, and they're. De- and I'm just saying, like, I think that they're trying to very explicitly connect things in the show that aren't as obvious when you're reading the books. I don't know. I feel like she's going to take away from Stannis doing his duty to the realm when he says he's going to like pay back the debt. I'm sorry, I thought immediately of Stannis, and I'm like, this takes away from his. Yeah, you character. know what he'll do? He'll be like, okay, you can have the Lannister gold mine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope he does that. I hope he does that because it totally so takes apparently away they're from not producing him. anything. That's the empty Lannister gold mines. Oh. And also, he's about to make his own agreement, so that might come up later. I mean, he he uh, he's meeting with uh, Margatus next week. Oh, he was so. not wearing a hat. I'm who was not I wearing. Not he was indoors. He could have he taken it off. You know, gentleman. You know, takes off his hat. There's no knows. hats in this show. Come on. Well, like, really, doesn't isn't that the facial hair he was wearing in Coriolanus? He definitely like took a weekend off from Coriolanus and was like, "All right, guys, I just got to go shoot this thing." I think I'll they be back. filmed it in the summer. Yeah, didn't they start Coriolanus in the summer? Am mm. I like? No, I think it was no? the fall. Oh, Tom Hiddleston fail. Sorry, guys. Speaking of tall people, let's go <laughs> to the Vale where they're high up. I thought what? you were gonna go to Brienne and Pod. <laughs> Or the Hound and Arya. That would have been better. Arya's <laughs> bad. Well, okay. Do we want to do Danny or do we want to do our road trip buddies? Oh, let's get Danny over with. Oh, I mean, we geez, don't want him yes. to do everyone if people don't really have anything to say. I just but- want to talk about Dario and his ships. Okay. I, I think that that is merely because at this point she had not taken any ships where <laughs> we know that in the books she had a small bullshit navy. I thought she well, just had three ships that she navy. had to destroy to break into Marine. Right. They're yeah. not going to do the cock, okay? They didn't do <laughs> it. I don't know what's wrong with them, why they wouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> well, they didn't need to because Greywood just snuck in with the rope on the outside. The cockless the man. That's <laughs> kind of poetic. <sighs> Dear. In the books, they get in with a cock, and in the show, they get in without a cock. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, <laughs> now she has some boats. And, and she all... has a new dress. If she's so anti-slavery, why, why is there she... a chain on her dress? Why does she wear a chain around her neck? Or a collar? It's ironic. Yeah. It doesn't I thought that make too. Good point. Sense. Is it bad that I didn't notice? It's not the first time she's worn that dress. Yeah, no, she wore it in, I... she wore it in episode true. 8 last year. Yeah. The fact that I know I that is tendency... really embarrassing. <laughs> No, no, no. And Jorah's still in his yellow shirt. Out. <laughs> That's the dress that she met Dario in. That's yeah. true. Uh, First Dario. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. That's the Dario dress. Get it, girl. She had to wear it for this one. Mm-hmm. He hadn't seen it yet. Well, he got her some ships. <laughs> I know. I heard you like ships. Bitches love ships. <laughs> I turned to Jenny during the episode, and I was like, now the Unsullied are going to know exactly how us book fans feel. <laughs> feel it oh god danny staying in marine though i agree with her reasons for it though though i don't understand what she thought was going to happen in marine in in, in slaver's bay like she's so i mean it's even worse in the but yeah this is the same conversation we have about the book too where it's just like you can't take away you can't like destroy basically an, an economy, economy yeah. and just, like, walk away yeah and, oh look it's fine work it out for yourself like no <laughs> and she's i think she is smart to think if i can you know create an empire here that will be you know just another notch on you know the belt of my empire if i take westeros whereas if she leaves and goes to westeros those fuckers are coming after her and then she'll just have to fight a war across the sea Agreed, but also she's going to make her alienate herself from any of the Westerosi lords. She doesn't no want idea who Westerosi she is. lords. She's in Essos. You yeah, mean but Illyrio? when she goes, what does he care? No, I'm talking when she goes to Westeros. Now, say she does. Say everything goes well for her. She creates this empire. Now she's going to Westeros as 
essentially a foreign queen. No, man. All, everybody in Westeros is afraid of the Iron Bank of Braavos. If she comes in with money and, and, dragons. and dragons and an army from the other side that backs up against Braavos, that's power. I think they're yeah. tired. They're war fatigued, the people of Westeros. The, the they small would just folk. be like, all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> They'll take. I mean, I think. I think that they're right when they say that Westeros is ripe. It can. They anybody who wants it can take it, but you have to keep it. And yeah, and, her, and her problem is she she surrounds herself with yes men who don't give her the best advice. Well, she does get good advice from um, what's Jorah, but she's like not listening. Never mind. Oh wait, oh, you were right. Oh please. He referred to her. Oh, you're the mother of dragons. Let me just bow down to you, my love. Come on. Yeah. If right, I have well, to hear I'm that term one more time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's uh let's go to um the road trip uh four. They're the new Power <laughs> Rangers. We're gonna have Brienne and Pod and the Hound and Arya on intersecting lines of walking. That will never meet. And... There you go. And Arya and the Hound are just in like They're going Wi-Fi to limbo, places. not getting all the Twitter updates telling them that Joffrey's dead. She can't cross them off her list. They're they're wilderness camping at this point. I liked the scene where she got to do her water dancing. I yes, thought that yeah. was that was a great scene just for for Maisie and you got you know you got to remember all of the skills that she's that Arya has picked up and you know. And we got a little cereal for El mention. Got a little cereal for El mention. Although she did say he was dead, which I didn't like. <laughs> well, yeah, no, she, she thinks, thinks he he's dead. Yeah. I don't think he's dead. I don't think, I don't he's, think dead. he's dead. I think he's dead. I think, no, no, I think he's a faceless man. And I think he's actually, um, what's her, her buddy? What was her buddy? Jockin? Yes, the hot one. Jockin. The, yeah. And the cat later. The cat, then, he's a cat? I, there's a cat that like follows her around when she's kind of the cat. Okay, I don't think they take, they don't turn into cats. Yeah, I, think I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure their skin this changes. This is a show with dragons, all right, you guys? A were cat? He's a were cat. <laughs> Why not? What about He's Brianna an Pod, guys? <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Right. Well, speaking of giant deer, Brianna Pod. <laughs> I'm I'm good at this, you guys. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Your segues have been amazing tonight. <laughs> I loved how Pod almost fell off his horse while he was oh, talking. Man. Oh, God. I like Rachel, the... were you dying? Yeah, I, like... I was like, do you know how hard you have to try to fall off like that? <laughs> my, mo- my mother also rides, and she's just like hysterical laughing that whole scene. She's just like, what is wrong with him? Control your horse. God damn it. <laughs> you just Poor Pod. Poor Pod. And He's just not skills. good at anything but sex, apparently. And well, he was good at killing, killing a guy through the back of his head with a sword. Yes, or a spear. A spear. I like that Brienne was basically like over him until he was like, but I killed a member of the Kingsguard. And she's like, oh, really? I did Tell that, too. <laughs> no, but I think she felt bad. She just she she saw how how it hit him. And like she realized that that he needed some kind of comfort. And I think that's why she asked him to help her at that point. After he Inner birthed old. their dinner. <laughs> it was very furry. I mean, <laughs> they're both so socially awkward. It's really cute yeah. to see them interact with each other. I wish there was I more Sir really My Lady, but oh well. 
All right. Well, we can move on to uh, more. Well, I guess we've already been talking about. Yeah, yeah. The veil. I forgot. I like the veil. One, I loved that Crazy Lysa is back. I loved yes. that they kept in the whole I will scream. Yes. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> and she fucking did. She did. <laughs> Sophie Turner's face. Too. Sophie Turner's face was priceless during that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, and fucking Robin, and he just he took Littlefinger's gift and chucked it out the moon door. What a fucking prick! I loved that. I like that the moon door creepy. is always open. Yeah, like is it just really drafty in there? I don't. Seems I like think so. seems like a bad idea. I mean, small children could just fall down accidentally. No, right? They should do that. <laughs> I just kept thinking of the. It was in the commentary where the little kid who plays him is actually like extremely blind without glasses and they have him working without them so everyone was like please keep a hold of this kid who's gonna fall into something and it's gonna be terrible darn he'll just walk on that green screen that's on the floor <laughs> i love the lack of people skills drop. where he uh he talked about how uh and they killed your your brother and they like and he was like so excited about it and she was like yeah and they cut my father's head off too <laughs> Oh, Sansa. They killed my father, too. Oh, wait. No, mom did that, but I don't. (laughs) Oh, man, I don't know. Again, they're just giving shit to the book readers that we had to wait for, or to the show Show watchers that the book readers had to, like, wait for. It's it's interesting that they threw it in there that soon, and that so subtly. It was just, like, they just just said it, and then there was, like... (laughs) Nothing after that. It was no like. I guess when you read the book, you stop and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like he's you have responsible like a for everything. Interlude. Yeah. <laughs> well, no that that was like the one thing that I hadn't spoiled myself on because I went to Wikipedia fairly immediately <laughs> when I started watching the show, so I knew everything. But for some reason, I skipped over that part. So when I read that in the book, I literally like sat there and nearly threw my Kindle across the room before I realized it was a Kindle and that would be expensive. <laughs> Yeah, but so I was a little anticlimactic that they just did. I was expecting a done, done, done at least. Uh, my coworker uh, was really shocked by it, and she came to me the next day. She's an unsullied uh, show watcher. She was like, "Oh my god!" So I guess it worked for them. I'm glad that they remembered who John Aaron was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot. Well, it was if you did it. They had the <laughs> in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, That's my unsullied it. friend also guessed it right before Littlefinger revealed it, or Lysa revealed it. So. He put everything together. And then my coworkers were also really amazed by that reveal. So it was a big deal to the Unsullied, I think. During that scene when, when she was like, we've already had our wedding night. Uh, Joey, looks, <laughs> Joey looks at me and he goes, mm, wait. I'm like, yeah, he had sex with her on accident. We don't talk about it. <laughs> it's like, But I love his face. His face through that whole interaction was priceless. He's like, oh, God, you're too much. You're too thirsty. Get away from me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to turn the lights on. Sometimes you just got to suck face with Liza Aaron. <laughs> to shut her up. <laughs> Don't you want to wait until That's... we tell the High Lord? <laughs> no. <laughs> See, uh, here, I'm, I'm saying like, he, he was doing it all wrong because she was screaming. So what you need to do is do it in a way where she can't scream. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh no! What? He, so 
lemon cake. He's not going to be able to hear for a week. <laughs> So Sophie was great in all those scenes. Yeah, she was, and she's looking extra pretty. Mm-hmm. She is. I think the lighting and the veil suits her. I'm waiting to see what I'm they so- do to her hair. I was going to say the same thing. I'm wondering if they're going to die. I don't think they're going to do shit to her hair. No, I know no. they are doing something. <laughs> there is a screen cap of Littlefinger looking at a person with like dark short hair. Who's like Sophie Turner's height? So she's gonna be wearing a wig. What kind of wig are they gonna put? She's got so Brand much hair. Ro- look- Robin Aaron, like Robin Aaron, like it looks like that, like that kind of hair from behind. How are they gonna hide all of her hair under a tiny little wig like that? She's gonna look crazy. They could do it. I guess we'll see. She's gonna have the first bouffant in uh, in Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> but it, how crazy was the Lysa Sansa scene? I loved that. She's a mean girl, Lysa. Oh my god, she's like she's your mother so was paranoid. fat, fat mother. Oh my god, your mom was fat. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl, you got some hangups. <laughs> she's fat. They, they really. Everybody liked her better than me. Um... <laughs> I think she always oh, looked for the oh, easy thing. Eat those lemon cakes, fat mother. <laughs> all she did was like all the jocks, and she like ignored everybody else. And my boyfriend was so much better. And aren't you pregnant? Because that's how I went down. I got pregnant too. Are you pregnant? <laughs> I want. I'm imagining. I'm imagining like um, Sansa joins a gang, and she has a tattoo that says "fat mother" <laughs> with a ph. Yeah. <laughs> pretty hot and tempting to the high lords and so all joking aside I actually find Lysa to be a very sad character oh I do too I do too oh yeah she's definitely not on my like dislike or hated list that's her little finger no but she's so dangerous because she's so desperate mm-hmm. and, well, when, and unhinged I mean her life's not really happy, so... Nobody's <laughs> happy. This is Game of Thrones. No, I know, but I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's entirely her fault, is what I'm saying. Well, some oh, of it no, is. They married Oh, I know. I mean, Aaron somebody just made she... her murder her husband and kidnap her niece and raise her son to be a monster. She also her kept the veil out of the war, which is a big, big deal. And I'm proud of her for that. No, she didn't do that for any altruistic reason. Doesn't matter. She was like, I'm scared. She still kept them out of the war. What? Come on. No, she gets credit for that. She gets credit for that. (laughs) She does not. Okay, so she raised this completely useless heir, and all the Lords of the Vale are like, oh shit. Like, if we leave, he's going to die in about two seconds, and then we're not going to have any lands to come back to. We better, like, fucking stay here. Or they'll be like, I don't want to go to war and die. So I'll just stay. There's here that too. And... I think you guys are being way too harsh on Lysa. I'm with Megan. Like her dad, like forces her to get like an abortion, right? Forces her to marry this like old man, and then you're giving her shit about it. Like she's had a shitty Whoa, life. No, yeah. no, no. And that, then she has like multiple big... like miscarriages. Hold on. Yeah. That is a big supposition to make from the fact that we say she's crazy and desperate to we're blaming her for the fact that she had no i'm not but but like there's it's connected (laughs) she's had so many like issues in her life you can't she's crazy she's the one who chose to have sex with uh with little finger and as and her father had to marry her off to an old man because no one else would take her that was a choice she made at least she's sorry she's a young woman yeah i don't know what her father did to her was horrific no one is saying that it's not that was horrible but you it was horrible 
well, what she t- it's like you can't at some point you have to look at somebody and be like, okay, you had horrible, horrible things happen to you, but you are certifiable right now, and I need you to take a step back. <laughs> I and, and becoming certifiable didn't the happen ghost after of Hoster the fact. Tully. This was over time. <laughs> yeah, you are certifiable, my daughter. <laughs> uh, speaking of certifiable. So should we move on to the wall Jody or beyond the wall? Reed. All right, seeing, that's closer this time. Seeing an HD 1080p <laughs> crazy tree. <laughs> <laughs> and his burning hand because he's a secret Targaryen. Oh my god, that was hilarious because I was like, that's confirmation of my own theory that Bran is going to go up against Melisandre. Oh my god! No, that's not gonna happen. I thought it meant he had a fever. Because <laughs> he was all sweaty. I'm sorry, why isn't that going to happen? Why? Well, he's a tree, bro. And she's gonna try to set him on fire. And he's gonna what? Wave his branches at no, her? No, he's gonna warp into like all the birds and dragons and white and walkers poop and her? wolves and attack her fucking ass. And he's still gonna be dead because the tree is on fire. Nah, it's a it's a special tree. Okay, <laughs> it's fireproof. It's why he's also Unlike a secret all Targaryen. All the other ones that got burned already. He's also he's a, a secret, secret Targaryen. Targaryen. It's fine. Right. Not a se- no, you do not. <laughs> Everyone's a secret like Targaryen. <laughs> I know. I I don't know why you guys think that that's not happening. That's happening. Settle yourselves. Oh, okay. Tree versus fire. It's the age old <laughs> battle, <laughs> which always goes one way. Tree pretty, fire bad, or is it bad? The fire always wins. <laughs> I actually thought that was a little allusion to the fact that Jojen is. I don't know how, but it might. Is it Bran going to eat him? He's already been I'm eaten. Sorry. Yeah. You guys, didn't he already eat Jojen? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that that happened for other people. Yeah, no, he did. <laughs> okay. Or at least that part wasn't of like a dream of mine. He drank his blood at the very Stupid least. Stupid Jojen and is always fucking telling him what to do. Do this. I, I really wanted him in that scene to say, This is not the day I die. I know. I was, I was disappointed. Waiting. I know I was waiting that for it. it. So, anyway, Jon Snow. Jon Snow ran around poking people with his sword. Bran fell on the ground. They freed the the wolves. You didn't even get to see that. Hold on. I'm sorry. You are not going to just run all over this. <laughs> yes, I am. Because Regret- I'm supposed to give You're a not- shit that fake Vargo Hote, like, had a moment. I don't care about that. I don't care. I mean, I'm completely ignoring attempted rape of Mira. Yeah, that was awful. Uh, that was awful. That was what really about terrible. violation of Hodor? We can talk about that because I like the, yeah. way the show. Hodor's I like the, I know, but I like the way the show handled it. That you know, this isn't yes. something to be admired. It wasn't a badass moment for Bran Stark to do that. You know, he had no. to in that situation. But like no. Hodor's reaction to it was perfect and in line with the book. I mean, if, if we yeah. we, I mean, I think we incorrectly said that this show didn't have a rape in it. That's true. Okay, fine. We're going to go with that. Mind rape. It was a mind rape. It it was a raping of his free will. There we go. Poor Hodor. And like I said to Christian on the red carpet, (laughs) Bran, what Bran does to Hodor isn't right. That's true. It's not. Isaac's aware of it. Did you read the interview with Isaac Hempstead, right? 
where he said, "I'm aware of it because Rachel brought it up to him." <laughs> no, he said it. Oh, he did say he said if this is the UN, if this is like our world, it would be like a human rights issue with the U- United Nations. Yeah. Yeah. Did you bring that up to him on the record? Well, no, because the both of them, yeah. the both of them told me they were like, "Oh, well, you know, we can't, we can't take our modern moral, you know, morality and sensibility and apply it to Westeros." And I was like, mm, "I'm calling BS." No, I have to agree with that because as a historian, you're taught you're you're supposed to look from that period and forward, not from your period and look back. So I can completely understand. Right, that and there are com- there are totally other instances of of that happening in the books where it's wrong. What's his name when he takes over that poor wildling woman? Yeah. No, it's not. And ours, I would just point out it's. Gotta go. <laughs> no, I was just gonna point out that Westeros isn't real. I was going to say that too. <laughs> to apply UN standards, they can totally do it. I'm going to apply UN standards. I hate that Bran does it. But I also acknowledge, I don't think he, he's also a kid. So I don't hate him for it, but I hate that he does it. Yeah, I mean, survival is survival at this point. But I don't think that Bran is ever going to stop doing it when it's not necessary. Yeah, but it's because he's, he, he doesn't, he's a cripple. And it, it gives him freedom that he doesn't have in his like physical body. So like I, I know, that's why he does it, and it's heartbreaking that he does it. But and I don't agree with him, but like that's his reason for it because it gives him that freedom that he doesn't have because he's paralyzed. And yeah. in this case, I don't think he had a choice because yeah, in this situation, was in no. shock, and there was nothing they can do to to get out of there, and that was the only way they could escape. And I don't think that that it's a great idea for him to do this, but in this case, I don't think there was any there was no choice for them. Oh, I agree. No, but it is a slippery slope. And it's also with Book Brand, I mean, he doesn't have any training that the other wargs do where it's like, you don't go into a human. You don't eat people when you are warging. Like, there are certain rules yeah, that we learn about. he breaks all those rules all the time. Which he breaks, like, instantly. Like, look at all the fucks I give. I'm going to do what I want. I'm a like, tree, motherfuckers. But, but again, you go, he's a kid and, and, you know, he wanted to be a knight and he can't run around. So, like, I understand his perspective on things. But, yeah, but now that Blood Raven's around, maybe he'll, like, teach him a few things. I just want to talk about Bran and the parallel to John real quick. As far as, like, sacrifice, did anybody else notice that, or was it just me? I think I know what well, you're getting at, but You know the guess. duty versus love, right? He yes. sacrifices <laughs> He sacrifices his, like, love and, like, seeing his brother for the greater good, which is whatever his destiny is going to be, you know, north of the wall. And I really loved that, and I thought it was heartbreaking. I thought Isaac was wonderful in that scene as well. I would agree. I like that's a stark thing. And I love that the show actually, like, I know some people don't like this edition, but I like that the show in a way showed Bran making that choice. I agree. I loved it. really get that. And I thought it was heartbreaking. I love the scene was about Bran and it wasn't about Jon. Bran kind of gets sidelined on this television show all the time. And he's a main character in the books. So it was nice to see, like, he was in the forefront. That's part of the reason why I rated it so high. It's because we never get, like, Bran-centric episodes ever. And I really love that. Well, I, I, I mean, I agree. The more we have of him, the more time they have to fill with him, the more likely we get um, the, the, the tree, the Westerosi internet, you know, the tree internet. The tree internet. The Sean Bean cameo coming yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. The Sean Bean cameo. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Liana Stark, yes, good. 
Tower of Joy. Here's the thing about <laughs> Lyanna Stark. As soon as they do that, they're being so not subtle about the, these t- kinds of things in the show that as soon as they do it, she's going to like show up and she's going to be like writing a note where she says, I am Jon Snow's mother. You know and- what? I'd be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fine with that. I just want confirmation. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure if that happens, like we'll just start running through the streets. Like we won't even get to <laughs> the end of the episode. I'll just like tear off my shirt like soccer player style and just run. <laughs> Bring your bra. I'll be running across the Brooklyn Bridge. And I'll be like, running across yeah. the Queens Bridge and we'll, so we'll meet in we'll meet in Manhattan. We'll meet in Manhattan. <laughs> I'll just well, throw a blue rose getting around everywhere. it. Like she could just, like you could just see the scene where he's in next to her, and all she has to say is "Promise me," and that's it. She doesn't have to say anything else. So before I have to leave, though, I just want to talk about John and his, or Kit rather, and his sword fighting skills, because the yeah, director of the episode badass. applauded his skills for that. So I just think we need to do a shout out for that because it was really well done. <laughs> well, okay, guys, so- I actually have to go, so I'm just gonna. Go. Bye, Megan. <laughs> Don't mind Bye. me. Bye, Bye, Megan. Bye. The wonders of technology. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to close up now anyway. So what does anybody want to go over anything else that we missed? What's everybody looking forward to? Invisible hats. I'm looking forward to Stannis. Did you guys see the clip of Stannis from the next episode? The lights of the heaven just shining through on the rifle king of Westeros. Did you guys see that? Because I did. (laughs) No, I was too busy. I was distracted by Mark Gatiss. I was like, oh my God. Go back and look at the Stannis gifts. The lights from the windows are just shining through on my Lobster King. I do not care. I care. He's not in like Dark Dragonstone anymore. You can see his face. Off doing shit. He's gonna he's gonna teleport around Westeros just like <clears throat> everybody else. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Tyrion's trial and seeing what they do with it. Especially what they do with Shay, because I've been curious how they're gonna yeah. play that this season. And I kind of want other random testifiers from the book to just show up and have, like, no backstory. Just be like, <laughs> and here's Jasmine Peckleton. <laughs> you know, like, or like, just randomly. <laughs> Suddenly Moon Boy is there. <laughs> exactly. Like, here's a kettle black. No one's seen them before. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe Lancel will come back. <laughs> Oh, that would be nice. I want Lancel to come back. He has to come back, right? He does yeah. stuff Actually, later. He's got to come back with like so white you... hair and be all like <clears throat> deathly pale and because he has he hasn't yeah. gotten religious yet. It's exactly. Just... Oh my god, the religious. <laughs> we need him and yeah, Kevin back. That... Speaking of next week's episode, we're gonna get Asha kicking ass. Yeah, I noticed Woo! that too. So yes. I'm not looking forward to the Ramsey scene because you know it's going to be incredibly uncomfortable. That scene and looks gratuitous. ridiculous. It looks like a fucking like Disney mo- like bad guy scene, like Gaston level. <laughs> <laughs> he's like covered uh, in like crisscrossy little scars, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Like I don't know. I was just not sold on that at all. Uh, I'm looking forward to some more Dorn because I keep bringing it up and up and up. So I'm hoping we see an Ariane sometime soon. Maybe. No, next she doesn't cast. It'll be next season. That'll be next season. Well, I'm ha- I have hope. I hope we get her next season. I hope that they mention her at least. Her and Quentin, like, kind of drop some names. Are you kidding? They're going to be it. on the show. All right. Well, if that's it, if everybody's done with uh, everything that they're looking forward to, then I will end us on our traditional toast to Jon Snow. 
to Jon Snow. To Jon Snow. To Jon Snow. See you next week for episode six, The Laws of Gods and Men. Bye. 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 And so he broke that sacred oath, that Lord of the Crossing. And now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin, revenge it tastes so sweet. Rachel, the best line in the movie was Electro turns over a table and Harry Osborne's mind how the tables have turned. <laughs> oh my god. And you're trying to tell me that that's not Batman and Robin level. <laughs> that's like 1960s Batman and Robin level. That's this is awful. Great. <laughs> So I don't think I'm going to go see this in movie theaters. There was also a moment where Electra goes, do you find that shocking? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is definitely a DVD rental. That's great. <laughs> <laughs>